there's something big going down on the West Coast. On June 13th, the first Pacific Distance Carnival is set to take place at Swan Guard Stadium in Burnaby, British Columbia. The carnival will play host to a ripping round of 1500s, a mile-to-marathon chase-the-pace 5,000-meter event with options for everyone to race, and the crown jewel of the event, the Canadian 10,000-meter championship races, complete with a viable national record attempt. This week, we chat with organizer and Olympian Chris Winter, Canadian marathon and half-marathon record holder, as well as someone who may have their eye on that 10,000-meter record, Rachel Cliff, and from mile-to-marathon, you know him, Rob Watson. You're listening to The Terminal Mile at The Terminal Mile on Twitter and Instagram, a Tracky Radio production. All right, so the, there's definitely a whole lot to talk about here, but uh, let's start off by by introducing uh, the people on this call right now. Uh, we'll start with you, Chris. Who uh, who are we talking to today? Hey, guys. Uh, this is Chris Winter, and uh, former steeplechaser and current technical manager with Beach Athletics and uh, meet director or co-meet director for the upcoming uh, Pacific Distance Carnival. And hi, my name's Rachel. I'm a... Uh local BC athlete and I train in the uh, the 10k and the marathon and I'm going to be racing the Pacific Distance Carnival this summer. Hey there folks my name is Rob Watson I am an ex-steeplechaser ex-marathoner uh, current coach with mile to marathon here in Vancouver and uh, yeah just excited about what we got going on here with the Pacific Distance Carnival it's going to be a fun all right. Well, before we continue, I uh, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with one of those introductions. Rachel, you're just a local runner. I suppose you are, in fact, but I think you're being a little bit modest, no? Uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, I guess I'm kind of one of the uh, uh, top runners in Canada at the moment. I got the email the other day, uh, your first press release, uh, Chris, and... Y- I really, really liked the one line in there. Um, you know, it was about going to a, to uh, watch a horse race, and you know, if it's a really good one, they're not sitting in their seats; they're on the rail and they're watching. And I thought that was a really good way of putting things. Perhaps you you want to go a little more in depth with that, and and just what are you guys doing with this Pacific Distance Carnival, and how do you intend on getting people out of their seats onto the rail and really into the action at this thing? Yeah, well, I think I'll get to that. A quick kind of like uh, just overview of what we're really trying to do here and how how we got to to having this event and uh, why we're all kind of on the call today. But uh, yeah, we it was this all started back. uh, I mean, it wasn't quite a year ago, maybe about eight or nine months ago, um, that it was actually Richard Lee, Coach Richard Lee of the PC Endurance Project, and he came to us uh, here at Beach Athletics and kind of you know, describe the situation, which is the, uh, the situation at the IAAF and, and how, you know, athletes are going to be able to qualify for, you know, future world championships and Olympic games and this whole new world ranking system that's coming into play. And, uh, Richard, as, you know, as, uh, as he can only do, he's, he's able to kind of look through these things with a bit of a crystal ball and foresee how things are all going to shake out well before, you know, the mainstream kind of figures it out. And, he knew that how important it was going to be to have you know national championships that are that are relevant and and uh, you know uh, that allow athletes to really you know hit those high performance marks and so he really wanted to kind of take control into to our own hands here and really kind of be able to control the the, the elements to really offer our athletes with that you know that that experience and that atmosphere they need to to hit those big marks so that was kind of the, the inception of this whole whole thing is that we wanted to bid for the Canadian ten thousand meter championships and. In order to do that, we wanted to, you know, pair that with a, a larger event, and 
that led to kind of some conversations with Mile the Marathon and, and Rob and Dylan and, and the group out there to kind of try to make this something special, something a, a little bit more unique, not just your, your average uh, track meet. And, uh, you know, and I, I think we're really, really excited about kind of how things have, have come together. And uh, so that takes me, you know, to your question, talking about, the, you know, athletes, uh, you know, watching a, a horse race from the rail. And that's, that's actually a line that our the co-meet director, uh, Cliff Cunningham, has kind of come up <laughs> with uh, throughout this whole thing that, he, you know, and maybe it's because he's been to a few horse races. I, I, I myself have not, <laughs> but <laughs> I, get, I get the analogy in it, and it's, it's so true. And I we're 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 hosting this event at Swangard Stadium, and it's a it's a big, beautiful stadium. But honestly, we don't want anybody sitting in the stands. If someone chooses to go do that, that's great. But we we really want to get people down on the track. We're looking at putting a, a beer garden up into lane five, uh, being that it's a distance event. Most of the the running takes place in the first couple of lanes, and you know, so we want to give people the opportunity to get as close as possible to the action and and really get up and close to these athletes. And yeah, so uh, I think that's you know something a, a little bit unique. We're not the only event to do it, and and we're trying to model ourselves off of uh, this kick-ass event in in the UK called the Night of Ten Thousand Meter PBs. And they've they've been around for a little while now, and that's some of the stuff that they've been doing. And we're going to try to emulate our best to to kind of do something, follow in their footsteps a little bit. Oh man, I've seen some of those some of those videos on on YouTube, and and they're fantastic. Uh, you know that that night is is really something special. You mentioned it's it's an entire meet. Perhaps you can go into what the other events are are going to be. You know, besides the ten thousand meter championships. Yeah. So uh, I mean, we 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 thought about this long and hard, and we wanted to make sure that we uh, we wanted to make the ten thousand meters the 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 crown jewel, and and tried to find a way to kind of package the rest of the event around that. And uh, so we're, we're going to do a 1500 meters because we, we realize that, you know, a 1500 meter athlete likely is not someone that's going to take a crack at a 10 K on the track. So the two weren't really in conflict there. And then, uh, you know, the big thing, and I know Rob will get into it a little bit is, is the 5,000 meters, which uh, we're calling uh, the sock and he chased the pace 5,000 meters. And that's something that the mile to marathon group has done a number of times, but, and this is going to be more geared to our, uh, our semi-competitive, uh, you know, I don't know what the right term is, but, uh, you know, more kind of local 5,000 meter runners of all ages and all abilities and, and just kind of introducing these, these athletes that typically run on the roads and, and, and maybe don't get on the track as much as the, uh, you know, as, as much as the normal track and field athlete and giving them an opportunity to, to race uh, on the track and, and also taking uh, the rest of the, the events that we have going on. Definitely. And, you know, I think that that would be a good time to bring Rob in. Uh, you know, Miles Marathon, for people who don't know, is is a fantastic group. Um, I guess you guys are based out of Vancouver. You know, Dylan's in Ottawa now, but I, I would still say that you guys are, are definitely based in Vancouver. Perhaps, uh, you know, explain what the Chase the Pace is, because I've followed it and I've been a huge fan of, of what you guys have been doing with that. But, uh, you know, for, for people who haven't been, you know, familiar with that, perhaps explain what Chase the Pace is and uh, how it's going to fit into this event. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for the kind words about Chase the Pace. Yeah, I guess Mile to Marathon, I reckon we are, uh, we're pretty based in Vancouver, but we do have athletes all over the all over the place, but yeah, we are very Vancouver heavy. So Chase the Pace kind of started a couple of years ago and basically it was a temp, like uh, the athlete that we work with, a lot of these people have come into running at a later age. Uh, you know, it's something they pick up recreationally and then they joined our group when they wanted to take it a little more seriously and get the, get the most out of themselves. Um, Mile the Marathon is kind of, we work on kind of filling that void between like super casual crew runner and like that more traditionally, more traditionally serious track. Uh, like track club. So 
so we kind of fit the mold, felt us kind of fill that fill that gap of like we have people who are, you know, they're they're social, um, but also they're very serious about their running. But these people came into running at a later age, and you know, Dylan and myself, we love you know our our entry into into running was through track and field, and just talking with people, and, and nobody ever had had the opportunity to run on the track before. So I was like, man, let's give these people a chance to run on the track. So. We just said, you know, organize some 5K races, throw some paces on there, and uh, and get them challenging themselves over five kilometers on the track, and just see what uh, you know, give them the taste of, you know, uh, another side of the sport that we really love. And we, you know, the thing was making these fun, um, making it less less serious than your than your standard typical track meet. You know, we'd have we last time we had a beer garden. Uh, just just it's just a fun way to test yourself over 5,000 meters, and we're super excited that. Uh, Cliff and Cliff and Cliff and um, Chris reached out to us to be part of this event. So this event's gonna be pretty rad, and the chase the pace is gonna be, you know, we'll have our crew out there, and it'll be a really good way to bridge the gap between the uh, the elite side of things and uh, and the uh, you know the rest of the running community here in Vancouver. And I'm excited about that because there's always been a huge divide between the quote unquote elites and the rest of rest of the rest of the community. So I'm happy to further you know further work towards bridging those gaps. You know, that's uh, something that I've always been kind of interested in. You know, you say that there are people who are coming to the sport maybe a little bit later, but I mean, they're surrounded by people like yourself, like Dylan. Uh, if I recall correctly, you ju- you guys just brought on Sheila Reed for, for the Toronto one as well. I mean, like you guys are all solid, solid track and field athletes. You know, they must have a little bit of knowledge of who you guys are going in or, you know, like... It, is it is it a big education process uh, that that you're finding with with the members of, of Mile to Marathon, or are they pretty well versed in the sport going in? Uh, yeah, you know, it, it comes from all all different walks of uh, you know. It covers the whole spectrum because we also have you know we have Evan Esselink out here. Evan Esselink is a coach. Uh, Luke Brichet is a coach, and you know, I'm like we we brought Luke on, and then Luke went out there and just actually crushed people in the you know in the in the in the cross country championships. And we have people like, oh, that's the guy who's been coaching. Wow, you know? <laughs> or when Evan went out and ran a 62-minute, because it was funny, because we'd always introduce Evan and, and Luke to the group, and then finally one day I was like, and this is Evan, he just ran a 62-minute half marathon, everyone's eyes is going to bulge into their head, like, <laughs> really, this guy? Um, so, yeah, you know, it's, honestly, the general public, they don't follow track and field at a high level. You know, they just know these guys are good runners, they know they're good people, um, they're good coaches, but they, you know, they really don't, Sometimes those numbers, it's just it's, there's a disconnect there, right? They don't sometimes they don't really care. So it'll be nice to expose these people to what high level running is, and just know that you know these are a bunch of really solid people who just happen to run really fast. Um, they're not superhuman. They're not you know there's nothing different. They're just you know they're just people who work hard and run fast. So it's it's really cool to have that within the community. And I'm, it's Vancouver is becoming a really really close knit community, and that is a very seamless um you know we're just all just people out there running we're just running at different paces uh chris back to you um the 1500 a it's it seems like like a really kind of interesting idea to you know bring in uh you know local athletes and and include them as well too it it seems like like it's it's a marriage of all all different communities of of the running type um perhaps explain to me who you want to see in that race and and who do you think will be racing it well, yeah, totally. I think you've, you, you've, I think Rob did a great job and you've mentioned it as well. Um, you know, that, that ideally we could get every person in, you know, in Vancouver or even kind of the Pacific Northwest that loves 
you know, track and field, especially the endurance uh, events, you got to place for yourself at this event, whether you want to, you know, take part in, you know, the Chase Pace 5000 or in the 1500 or, or in the championship 10K or just hang out on the rail and, and have a beer and, uh, and take in the, the whole, the whole event. Like really we're trying to offer something for, for everybody and that just loves this sport and wants to take part in it. Uh, so the 1500, I mean, it really were, were geared to, you know, hosting anything from really, really high performance to, you know, someone just getting into track and field as well. Uh, so, I mean, we hope to have high school events uh, or high school aged athletes taking part, university aged athletes all the way up to, uh, you know, if, if Chuck BT wants to show up and run a 1500 here, we, we've got a space on the line for him. Uh, I'd, I'd hope so. I hope so. Uh, I'm going to bring uh, Rachel in on this one. Uh, you know, I, this is one of those events that I've just been hearing about for months and months from, from athletes who are involved. It seems like athletes are a real part of this, you know, in, in the whole organization and the whole bringing together and, and the whole lifting up of, the, of this event. What would you say that, that your role has been in this, uh, Rachel? Um, I haven't had a huge role in the planning, but I've definitely been um, just kind of in the background between Richard's involvement and obviously Chris's involvement. I think um, a lot of athletes in Canada are excited about this, especially the um, the endurance athletes. Like obviously with the uh, the new IWF point system, it's important that we all uh, run quick at national championships, and this really um, encourages athletes to focus on the national championships. So I think basically anyone who's been following the changes in the IAAF um, should be excited about this competition. And um, I've been fortunate that Richard's been keeping an eye on this for a while. So I've been very aware of the whole, the whole time that we're planning this. Um, but I know me as an athlete, like I'm, I'm just excited for what's coming up and that it really will help to bridge the gap between uh, the non-elites and the elites to kind of see what, what we can do. I, I think we're all excited to showcase um, a good Canadian 10K championships in front of a home crowd and um, not necessarily have to go down to the U.S. in order to run fast. You know, I, I want to talk about that a little bit more because you are a hometown athlete and, um, you know, Natasha Wodak, uh, Luke Boucher, you know, the, the list goes on and on. There's this there's this really high-performance community of runners out there in British Columbia who are from British Columbia, and that's got to be pretty exciting to have a national championship happening right on your soil. Um, you know, have, have you heard a lot from, from family and friends saying that they're going to come out, and, and what's it mean to you to perform in, in front of that, that hometown crowd? Oh, it's so exciting. I mean, um, using the Sunman as an example of kind of an elite local race that um the locals if we're able to work in our schedule we always get behind doing the sun run and there's huge community support for that so um i think there's a huge appetite in vancouver for watching high performance running but just traditionally um with the exception of the harry jerome there's not a ton of opportunities on the track so um yeah like i mean my family will be out the community will be out i think it'll be hopefully will be really inspirational for especially for the local athletes to watch run well in front of family and friends you know, back, back to you, Chris. Um, it seems that, that the general trend as of late is to see these sorts of meets kind of, you know, dissolve and, and kind of disappear. Um, we've certainly seen in Canada with, you know, some very historic meets just kind of going the way of the dodo. What what, what have you learned from, from those meets and, and what are you planning on bringing forward specifically to, to make sure that this is something that, that has a good legacy and, and something that will last, you know, perhaps maybe beyond the, the 10,000 meter uh, championships? Is, it, is there plans to continue, uh, you know, after that's over? 
Yeah, there's a, a, a lot of ways to go with that question. Um, I think, for, first of all, from, from my standpoint, I mean, and the amount I've learned is, is huge. It's been a, a huge learning uh, process and been fortunate to be able to draw on the expertise of, of other people, not even not just in beach athletics, but guys at Mile the Marathon and, and just others in the community as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we've had to change and, and, and try a different model, I think, than some of those other meets who relied heavily on, you know, government support or, you know, uh, media support from the newspaper companies or, you know, or just, you know, kind of the traditional model of a track meet has changed. And so I would say what we've tried to do here is really like a track meet light, which is that we're looking at three events, uh, a really short time frame, only three hours, really trying to find like really low overhead in terms of our costs and really trying to put in whatever money we have right back into the, the event itself and, and into the athletes. We're, we're definitely not doing this for profit. We're really just trying to find a way to elevate uh, you know, uh, the track meet and provide a track meet that uh, gives an opportunity for athletes to participate. So uh, some of the really kind of cool things that I, I think we're doing uh, that are maybe a little bit different. I mean, we're, we didn't come up with all this stuff on our own, but we're, we're offering uh, travel grants for athletes to be able to come out and, and participate. So uh, athletes, uh, if they're Canadian, they can uh, they can uh, apply online on our website. And there's we've got eight travel grants, four for women, four for men. Uh, they're $500 a piece, so they're not going to cover everything. Uh, but, you know, for us, it's a, an opportunity to be able to help out athletes, especially if you're from outside the, the lower mainland here, to, to get to our meet and, and take part. And, you know, we've partnered with uh, 40th, which has uh, the ability to put in on uh, – they have a lodge here, like a, a hotel, and uh, for 100 bucks a night you can get a, a two-bed uh, room hotel, which – you know, if you're if you're looking at the prices of hotels around the city, like that, you'll never find anything like that. So it's a, a great option <laughs> close by. And uh, and then you know we're offering prize money. We're we're trying to just do all the little things that you know really can put on a, a great track meet and and really you know for the for the athletes themselves. Uh, and then then there's on the on the flip side, we're also trying to make it a great experience for for people spectating as well. And so we're fortunate to be able to partner with. Um, a couple of uh, you know main main sponsors being Hertz being our, our primary sponsors come on board and been super helpful and it's just great to have that their support and then uh, also Saucony and uh, uh, Stanley Park Brewing's actually getting got on board and they're going to be uh, sponsoring our beer garden that I talked about earlier that's going to be in into Lane Five there and so we've got a, a lot of little fun things that we're we're trying to incorporate into this to make it a great experience for everyone that shows up. You know, I uh, when when I was talking to some some athletes earlier, they they were they were looking at uh, you know getting some international athletes in as well too. What is it? What what's been the rumblings as far as you know who's gonna come out to this? Ha, have you heard a lot of you know people confirming uh, that they will be in fact uh, at this event, or you know is like where can people sign up even too? Yeah, I think it, we've, we've gotten uh, a, a lot of good feedback. I mean, especially from Canadians. I know a lot of Canadians have, have reached out and they've reached out to, you know, Rachel, they've reached out to Luke and, and other people in the group just to confirm their, you know, that those guys will be participating. And that's the benefit that with the BC Endurance Project and the quality of athletes just here in the province that we know that, you know, putting us on this event, we're going to have a really good quality athletes as kind of a base and foundation for the event that will hopefully then attract athletes from afar. So, We've gotten, you know, definitely uh, had some response from athletes across Canada, and then uh, I know a number of uh, groups in the states. It's, it, as we know, it's always going to be up to athletes trying to figure out how, how to make things work in their in their schedule. So, uh, you know, we're we're willing to help and support as many athletes to get here as possible, and, and hopefully we can put on an event that uh, you know that that attracts them here. 
it, it was mentioned uh, in the press release as well too that things would be going out at Canadian record pace. Now th- those are some some uh, that's a, a pretty lofty statement to put out there. Um, you know, perhaps uh, go a little more into detail on that. Well, I think with on the women's side that, that there's really you know no problem. I mean, we have a Canadian record holder lives in the province, <laughs> and if, if and uh, so I mean if, if if Natasha and and Rachel are on the line, then that's you know, likely, you know, as long as the other things come to, together in terms of weather and, you know, pacing and all that sort of thing, um, you know, that that's for sure that's that's going to be something that's going to be at least, uh, you know, paced towards, and, and it's, uh, you know, uh, it'll depend on the day whether uh, we see something like that happen. On the men's side, obviously, that's a, a, a loftier goal, um, you know, and we, we've reached out to, to Mohamed Ahmed, the Canadian record holder, and would love to have him here if, if, if it works into his schedule. Uh, and obviously, if, if Mo's here, and if, if we will do whatever it takes to, to you know set up a race that allows him to to go after whatever his, his goals are on that day. So uh, we're we're willing to put on an event that'll that'll see times that um, yeah that, that could be really exciting. Okay, I'm gonna leave this one uh, open to to everybody, but uh, I kind of have my eyes on, on one person right now. Um, so we talked about the Canadian record, but what about say um, a retired track athlete who just went under 30 for the first time in a while? Will there be a space on the line for for those sorts of people? And w- <laughs> do you do you think there'd be interest from from that demographic of people? I was, I was... <laughs> I was thinking about that on my run today. I was like, I, I was like, man, maybe I'll go and maybe I'll sign up for the, uh, maybe I'll sign up for the Pacific Distance Carnival because my my 10k PB is my weakest of all my PBs. But then, but then I go and I hear that it's going on Canadian record pace. I'm like, shit, I don't want to get lapped in front of all my athletes. That would be, that would destroy my credibility. No, but you know, I I, I think I think it's uh it's it, I, it's something that. I, I never ever could have seen myself going back to the track, but it's an event like this that's such a community-driven hometown. You know, Chris and Chris and Cliff have done such an amazing job so far. That'd be something I would be very keen on doing, and I'm very strong. I'm fifty-fifty right now whether I do it, and I would hope that there could be a big crew of people. You you know, who like I I think that it's piqued a lot of people's interest, and in, you know, some people that would generally maybe not be doing it, but I think it's it's given people you know, and just hearing from athletes who are, who are really keen to travel and come do it. So it's, it's definitely created a buzz and it's even gotten this old, this old, old dude over here considering, you know, getting back on the track. No way I'd run in spikes, but you know, I'll find some little class <laughs> and give her a go. But yeah, it's, I, I, I'm, uh, oh, I hate that I'm thinking about doing it, but I am. <laughs> I'd, rather just, I'd rather just hang out in the beer garden all night. <laughs> Rob, have you, Rob but, have you run a 10K before? I've 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 only run one on the track before. I went twenty nine, yeah. twenty seven. My I guess I don't know. I I, I say that my PB is twenty nine, twenty four, but I split that in the first in the first ten k of a half marathon. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like well, that's like a pretty that's that's a pretty weak PB. So I think like maybe I go like twenty nine, ten. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so so to answer your question, it's it's. It's, I think there's space for dudes like me on the line, and maybe we can get a little pack and, and just not get lapped. I don't want to get lapped. All if right. I get lapped, I'll, 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 I'll fake pull my hamstring. <laughs> Listeners <laughs> of the Terminal Mile, I want everyone to start an aggressive letter writing campaign to, uh, <laughs> to, to Rob, to BC Athletics, to wherever you need to send it to. 
to get this man on the line because uh, because that is exactly what this uh, Pacific Distance Carnival uh, needs. Uh, we're we're gonna go back to you, Rachel. Um, you know, every I think you know most people are aware that that you are the Canadian marathon record holder. Um, you're doing something a little bit different right now, and uh, you are actually away from Vancouver right now. Perhaps you can explain where you are and what's coming up this weekend. Yeah, I'm um, back in California doing, um, hoping to come back to having a, a track season this summer. So I'm actually racing a 5K tomorrow night. Um, yeah, like the the marathon obviously has gone, went really well, and I had a lot of fun doing it. But even when I decided to move up to the marathon, I um, was really clear with Rich and with myself that I didn't want it to be the end of my um, of my track career, and I still have some goals on the track. So, um, yeah, we tried to plan the marathon early enough this year that I could still come back and race. So um, it'll be interesting to see where I'm actually at. Um, obviously, I had a lot of base going in um, to this season after the marathon, but uh, I also took some time off, and then it, it feels like I've just been doing a lot of strides and uh, like 200s and 300s trying to get my speed back. So, um, yeah, I'm racing a 5K tomorrow. I'm really excited. Like, um, I'm super happy with where I'm at right now, and it's it's only – April, so I, I really don't have much pressure on myself. I'm just curious to see, um, you know, a month and a half after marathon what I can actually run on in the 5K, and I, I might surprise myself in, in either direction. But um, my big goal is Peyton Jordan in a few weeks, so I need to get back on the track and kind of get my mind back in this um, this mentality. But I totally expect it's going to hurt and it's going to suck a lot tomorrow night. So <laughs> see how it goes. <sighs> Back to you, Chris. Um, you know, I see. I see that there is a few different uh, meets that, that are mentioned in the in the press release. Um, you know, I don't know whether you have partnerships with them or not, but you know, maybe throw some of them out there as well, too. Well, this was something. I mean, anytime you try to fit in a, a new meet into the in the competition schedule, it's challenging, and so we we really didn't want to step on toes or or anything like that. So we did. Uh, we're, we're, we tried to position our meet in and around some of the, the West Coast meets that are taking place at that time of the year, and so we did have conversations with the Portland Track Festival and the Harry Jerome, and we were able to manage to kind of navigate ourselves right in between the two and. Really what we hope is that if, if athletes are going to be coming out to the West Coast uh, and, and they want to take in the Portland Track Festival, that they can then you know, make a trip up to Vancouver uh, and then uh, five days later take part in our event and then hang around for another, uh, another week until the, the Harry Jerome. So uh, obviously it's, it would be a couple weeks out on the West Coast, and, and, uh, but we think that's a great opportunity to hit up a, a couple of uh, or a few really good meets. So that was kind of the, the whole purpose there, and, and hopefully it kind of works out and attracts some of the people out for it. All right. Just be just before we we sign off, um, you know, maybe throw some final thoughts on on why people should be throwing this onto their calendar, whether they're an athlete or whether they are a spectator, and uh, maybe throw some information. Where can we go to find out more on how to participate or to go watch or whatever you plan to do? Uh, just make sure that you don't miss this. Yeah, I mean, I'll go go first, and I'd love to hear from both those uh, two as well, because I think we all have kind of different uh, opinions on uh, on this. But uh, I mean, for us, I, I think you know, for, for to me, I'm speaking to the athletes out there that we've really tried to take into consideration all of the factors that will lead to high performance. And uh, I mean, it's going to be year one, so you have to trust us a little bit. But we're really, you know, the June in Vancouver is typically absolutely beautiful. We're putting the events on, the, especially the 10,000-meter the event is going to happen at, at twilight, so typically when the weather's at its absolute best. And 
you know, we'll make sure that we have pacers set up to, to you know, accommodate uh, accordingly. And if Mohamed Ahmed doesn't show up, then we still we won't be going out at Canadian record pace. So we'll uh, adjust accordingly based on the on the caliber of athletes that do show up. And yeah, overall, I, I mean, uh, hopefully it's just kind of a big celebration of uh, you know geeky track running. Uh, so hopefully to see uh, a lot of you guys out here in uh, in June. And you can get all the information at our website. It's uh, PacificDistanceCarnival.ca. Uh, following up on that, I think for for the athletes, it's going to be you know, fingers crossed. But the the weather tends to be really good that time of year, and um, we're so fortunate in Vancouver that um, that our summers aren't too hot or humid. It's a lot more like a slightly cool California or Portland, and everyone likes running fast and distance events out out west that time of year. So I think um, that's really exciting. The timing and uh, of the race, I think the meet directors have put in a lot of work to making sure that the athletes in the front end are taken care of. Um, and then even for the, either the spectators or the people wanting to participate and chase the pace, I think um, it's really rare you get to see Olympic uh, national team level athletes competing in Canada, especially in distance running. And so, um, you know, I can't think of the last time that a, anyone ever attempted a Canadian record in Canada. So I think it's a, for the, for the 10 K. So, um, it'll be a really cool thing just to watch and experience. And, um, yeah, I think it's great for the sport and, and hopefully great for the athletes as well. Yeah. On behalf of mile to marathon, we're super excited to be a part of it. Um, you know, thanks to all the sponsors that have, have come on board with Hertz, uh, you know, with Saucony, it's, you know, the support of those guys is awesome. BC athletics, they took such great initiative to get this going. Um, but yeah, from the chase to pace side of things, we're just really excited to kind of bring our community, uh, and, you know, have give people the opportunity to, you know, run a, run a fast 5k we're gonna have four heats you know anywhere pace from anywhere from 25 plus to you know under 17 minutes and we're gonna hopefully warm up the track for the uh for the big dogs but i think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an overall it's gonna be a celebration of track and field in vancouver it's the community is so great and it's it's gonna be really cool to uh you know see see people blast 15s hit some fives and then then, in a canadian championship i think it's everything you, you can ask for and then you know, I think there's, you know, there's going to be some fireworks, literally and figuratively. And, uh, you know, and then we're all going to have a beer at the end. It's going to, it's going to be a fun night. And, uh, we're just, we're just, we're just pretty keen on just keep putting on a show. One correction I, I will make is, is that, uh, even if Mo doesn't show up, someone will be going out at, at Canadian record pace. And that is fade from the front, Rob Watson. He will be, he'll be on that line. So you definitely do not want to miss that at all. Guys, I really appreciate you. 62 second first lap for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love it. I love it. I, you know, I'm really glad that you guys uh, joined today and I'm really excited to, to see what becomes a, of this event. And we'll definitely have some, some athlete profiles as, as we get closer to the event as well too. But it's, it's definitely something that, that people should be getting excited for, especially listeners of this show. Um, I'm, I'm sure we, we already have you sold, but uh, definitely be stay tuned for, for more details on this. And, you know, thanks so much for being on the show this week to, to explain everything, guys. All right. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, man. Thanks so much. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Terminal Mile. Big thanks to my guests this week, Chris, Rachel, and Rob, as well as the track of their ongoing support. If you want to find us on social media, you can do so at The Terminal Mile. We're on both Instagram and Twitter with that handle. We also have a Facebook page now, so be sure to toss us a like on there. We're on pretty much every single podcasting platform at this point, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, you name it, we're pretty much on it. If you're on there, be sure to toss us a subscribe or maybe a like or even leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from you.
Thanks to you for listening. This has been the Terminal Mile, a Tracky Radio production. <laughs>